0: It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans, after all, it's only pressure, you got this,
1: Adidas. And Charlie, good Friday footy, a win for the Blues who have 14 of the 16 available points? Stuart Waitley with you on crunch time. David King is with me. You are there, Kingy. Hello,
2: morning, G. Morning, lads. It was uh, it was good to watch. It was a, an entertaining game of football. There's something different about when the big boys light up, and I felt I felt sorry for a couple of undersized key defenders down back yesterday. But I think both clubs got what they wanted out of the hit out. You know, an obvious view to the future and some short-term success on the horizon. I think for Carlton.
1: Dermot Brereton's your long-term sparring partner on Crunch Time. You're reunited. Hello, Dermot.
2: How are you
0: going? Uh, yeah, Kingy, You know, this is about 15 years we've been in doing Crunch Time, isn't it? So, Yeah, veterans of Crunch Time. A very interesting couple of games we've had so far. So Collingwood, I think, will look back at that game the other night and say that's the poorly Poorest way we have applied ourselves in various areas. We'll go through that later. In in the way that they approach the game, their backline who is so attacking, so cavalier, so brilliant at coming forward. There was a time in that match I was thinking to myself, just close the gap, just just play on your man rather than fifteen metres off the back looking for the long one, looking to try and to get to the third contest. Or don't be so dominant coming forward. So you win, you lose in the midfield. But you can still live with that if somebody else picks up the slack. Their their backman played cavalier when there was a time to actually, in cricketing terminology, just get behind the ball and play a straight bat. And Yeah, and so last night we sort of saw what we thought was going to happen with... As Kingy talks, Aiden Bonner, two seasons ago, has probably thought to himself, looked down the back thought, gee, I'm lucky I don't ever play on those types of blokes. But, <laughs> yeah, he's a midfielder. And, and now he finds himself trying to take the third tall and on occasion on the rollover, Trying to mark Harry Mackay. I mean, that's just unfair. Yes. It's like putting liber on Tony Lockett. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was entirely foreseeable, and that's precisely how it panned yeah. out. Crunch time is for the Berwick Motor Group. Sail on now at Berick Nissan and Ozito, powering DIYers. All day, every day at Bunnings. Sam Edmund rounds out our quartet. Hello
3: to you, Sam. Jared, I'm all on board the Super Clash. I mean, the two clubs did a magnificent job. The biggest crowd between these two since the 99 grand final. In fact, at Marvel Stadium yesterday, the biggest attendance they've had there in a decade, 49,062. So now it's Carlton's turn to try to hang on to the bar of soap that has proven to be playing North Melbourne on Good Friday because a few clubs have come and gone. Now it's Carlton's turn to to make their case. But I thought it was a great event yesterday. Yeah, that, that, that's it.
1: I, like, I think we've fumbled around with Good Friday of exactly what to do. There's a mm. high charity element. It was handed to North Melbourne, who've always done a great job, I think, with the integration yep. piece. But yesterday was it. If you're going to have it, it has to be that club's blockbuster. Carlton's team uh, uh, fans rolled out en masse to support it. Carlton are going to have good years from here. North Melbourne are building. I don't see why. you. I would lock that for the next five years.
3: So last year against the Dogs, 32,000, 28,000 the year before that, North Dogs again, then 2020, nothing, of course, COVID. Essendon rocked up in 2019, they pulled a very similar attendance, 48,000, they came and went, and then 2018 was North and St Kilda, 2017 North and Dogs all around the 30 000 to 40,000 mark. But just touching base with to the Blues this morning and their CEO, Brian Cook, said they're a very willing participant and partner um, for the Kangaroos in future Good Friday games. The hand is well and truly up, as you can understand, and both clubs, as you touched on, ever mindful of the big picture around the game. I thought they they wove that in spectacularly yesterday in terms of the pre-game and the post-game.
0: Is there a bit of a Clarkson factor in this? I mean, North Melbourne, to me, the supporters seem to be ignited by... I went and watched a practice match between North and Richmond. It was a huge crowd down on yeah, Arthur Street. Street. Yeah. Uh, there, was, there was this fascination about what Clarkson could bring to this team. Is that still...
3: Still going now? Oh, I think so. But I think the appetite for Good Friday football is there if you can harness the right participants, as Jared says, we might have finally touched on now. I don't in time do they go to a double header? Do we have a game out west at the end of, of a Good Friday? So or the risk we...
1: the risk in that is you lose the balance of the day. Yeah. So the most important aspect yep. I think from the community perspective is that footy finishes in time for the major benefit concert where all the big dollars roll in. So from a and I realize this that's a Victorian phenomenon but if you I don't think footy wants to trample on the mm. the heart of the day if you put another game on you potentially fracture an audience away from the evening yeah. telethon I think that's the right time slot I think it's the right pairing and I think it's the right spirit and I think the spirit is a really important part of so the So in
0: essence you're saying for the first time ever footy's been willing not to trample on something
1: Yeah, I think it's really important. I think we've had our moments with Anzac Day where footy's gone way too far. Mm. uh, And I reckon yesterday is our template for the next five years.
2: I think some of the best vision that's come out of the game is the young fella running around around the boundary line with the
1: arms of Clarko, and
2: that's the day. That's right. You you know, you can set up as much as you like and you have a great clash, you can have great attendance. But when you see that bit of vision, you go, you know what? How can you change... We've, we've finally got our hands yeah. on. That was and that it was, was great, amazing
3: vision. A great presence around the ground. I took some uh, I took some Americans to the game yesterday, Jared who've never seen, never been to Australia, never seen, flew in yesterday so you morning. you live
1: the experiences. If you want to give uh, a travelling family the quintessential Melbourne experience, you take them to the footy. Straight away. Uh,
3: no, jet lag, be be, <laughs> be damned, because we went straight to the ground, Jared They checked into the hotel. I dragged them down to Marvel Stadium, and, and they were blown away by the Good Friday Pilter. They said, from the airport all the way here, you can see the people rattling the tins that were great presence outside the ground as well. Yeah. And then we went in and I answered two and a half hours of questions about what does that mean so, and what does that mean. So through naive eyes, I,
0: I love naive eyes watching our sport. What, what did they come up with? The
3: boundary throwing they were struck yeah. by, the bouquet throwing, if you like they called it. The, 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 the umpire doesn't watch. <laughs> it's the bouquet at the wedding goes in. Little things like what's this little runner guy doing running around out there? I said, oh, he delivers yeah. a message. You, what, no out? You can't call a out. So, you know, we've all had those conversations. Even, even the
2: guys that Sammy took yesterday said, how bad Dad's umpiring been today?
3: <laughs>
0: Very good, David. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, I, I, I did watch one, Jaden Stevenson. Oh, man. I was wrapped for Jaden Stevenson that wasn't last too far. night. Was it? Yeah, 12 steps. That was crazy. 12 no, steps. Nine steps. Well, I got 12. He had a couple of shufflies in the end. <laughs> so I called him 12. That, that was harsh. That was so hard. And But the one thing I'd say, there was a moment, a moment, a time there in in his history, his brief history, where I thought we're going to lose this really precocious talent to league footy because he's not doing the things that are required. He's making some horrific errors. Last night he showed glimpses of of what I I saw Is in plays. Yeah, he showed glimpses. Again, of what he displayed at a junior level and sometimes at Collingwood. And, and they couldn't deal with it. When he took that, before yeah. he got pinged for the mm. for the uh, travel, he took that ball from real good traffic and put space between him and the chaser. It was
2: electrifying. And he did a couple of other really, really good things on the night. I know we're going to get to Clark going, setting standards and what that sort of thing. There was a high ball that come to the wing and he was 1v2. And I reckon he, in his own mind he would have thought, yeah, that was... I'm going to get assessed with an inch of my life here. <laughs> I have to fight the fight. <laughs> that was and the he...
0: one under the worn worn stand plaque, that one out there? You get to, okay, go on. You get very detailed yep. on it. Okay, there. sorry about that. Go on. <laughs> go on.
2: But anyway, he, he broke even. It wasn't, not, it wasn't a major play, Bernie yep. Stretch, and I just reckon the coach would have thought, okay, that's what you're no good at. And If you can fight the fight like I that, think... we, we, we love the rest. Yeah. So I think he's, I think you're seeing standards at a footy club that haven't been there for a while.
1: The Friday night wrap for the Stack Team app, the ultimate in team management. The Blues have 14 out of 16 points. I felt like everybody set the bar at double figures for Harry and Charlie and they kicked double figures and had it not been for Harry's extravagance late in the piece, they would have kicked 11 and they ended up with 10. Where where are you with Carlton after four rounds, David King? Well, Carlton had... So at the start of the year, when Walsh goes
2: down, I thought that that's they're in trouble here because their their asset is their midfield and and their clearance game. Or well, we thought it was their clearance game. That actually hasn't been the case. They're actually a, a totally different model to what we saw last year. And I I sort of I struggled with the fact they've lost three of four clearance battles and got handsomely beaten a clearance yesterday and outscored. And you think if if they can't do that where else will they win the game but they w- they're winning the game on ball movement and obviously the two big boys now harry's been out of form or well, hasn't been hitting the scoreboard shouldn't say out of form because he's been doing other things playing his role but their forward 50 had been had been failing they were rated 16th coming into the comp- coming into the, uh, the this weekend's round so they were goaling from every fifth entry which is below AFL standards normally about one in every four they, got, they went at one of them every three yesterday. So if they can do that forward of centre, they've got, they got the two most informed key defenders in the competition probably. Lewis Young, who's becoming a, a, an all-Australian calibre defender. And Wiedering just doesn't get beaten. I know they're Dan Williams and we talked about that, but as soon as this midfield get the numbers back, as soon as they get Kennedy back and Walsh back and Akers back, who's an important wingman for them, they're going to make a charge. I mean, they're already winning games, but they're winning it, they're winning it off... Uh, they're winning it off about 80% of their talent, I reckon, performing. It's exciting if you're a Carlton fan. I, I haven't marked
0: a big Harry all that hard for the season. Remember, we called the first game, Jaron, and I I thought he's a little bit mixed up on the way he wants to play. So what you've got is two key forwards who both like playing close-ish to goal they both like scoring goals fantastic but at some stage you've got to get separation you've got to work out in this era the way we play key forwards you've got to have one who's willing to meet the oncoming ball the worst case scenario ball coming out of the back line where the backman's going i'm under pressure i've got to hoik it up to the wing i'll keep it close to the boundary that's the safe play i just want my viewfinder filled up with a key forward will come and meet it and fight the fight and i think charlie's better served doing that in terms of his physical prowess he's quicker over the ground he can bend his arc his leads and the likes to get to it harry's better under a slow coming ball a a a static kick off the halfback line that plonks and lands on the wing area so i think he got a bit confused as to which one was going to be playing that at any one point in time I think when they play more and more and more together, and they've been going a a while together now, the synergy will become greater and they'll be able to benefit each other and almost like a cantilever slide situation. And when they can do that with just a nod and a wink from 50 metres away, I think that's going to serve them really, really well. did
2: you see that yesterday? I reckon we called probably eight times where Harry kicked it to Charlie or Charlie kicked it Mm. to Harry. Yeah, well, it's getting better. Yeah,
0: it is getting better. So when you talk about separation, it's not separation. You play, you push out to that, you lead to that pocket flank and I'll lead to this pocket. That's not separation. That's still playing the same line. You've got to get separation by lines. A full forward line or what would be that full forward space as opposed to the lead up half forward space. That's, you've got separation by lines, not width. So I think they played that much better yesterday and... Charlie, a couple of times when he led out to the wing and he got the ball, his ability to turn back onto the right boot for a key position player and even temper his kick so it goes to advantage. He can pull his kick beautifully. Mm. Uh, That's one of the hardest things to do with kicking. You know, you're on the downward stroke with your foot, which takes about one third of a second to strike the footy. And suddenly you see the target and you go, pull back, short option. He can do that, and he does it really, really well. Yeah, I I, I haven't been all that hard on Harry for the first few games because his hands were good. He just found himself in positions on the ground where he couldn't damage the opposition.
3: Is he now the owner of the worst miss at the venue, though, by the way? Cameron Lincoln finally sleep easy (laughs) at night. (laughs) (laughs) Both missing from the goal line, but that one, boy, oh, boy, how did he miss from there? Unbelievable. (laughs) He He almost
2: had his left foot on the goal line. Yep. And managed to not score.
3: Someone just got a hand on the jumper just at the <laughs> crucial moment. He was a I? bit stiff, wasn't he? Hey, have you have you ever
2: had the chance to
0: speak to him? Love yeah. fella. He's a real character, isn't he? He's Just fairly quiet, but a, a, I mean this in lovable terms. He's a big oaf, you know. He's just a lovable fellow
2: who was, can he can be a bit hmm. klutzy and the likes. I reckon he's a great character. Was ten enough? For these two guys, I asked the question was was 10 maximum value when you're playing against Aiden Core and Aiden Bonner completely outmatched, undersized, and you still get volume? Of, they still had 52 inside 50s. Mm. If I had told minus you that, one or minus two? Minus a couple. If I had told you that at the start of the day, you're going to get 52 opportunities inside 50. And Par. You're playing on guys. Par. Yeah, they didn't,
1: they didn't max out, but it was enough. It's wasn't like I, was ex- I was
2: thinking of fill up yesterday. Yeah. Some someone was going to fill up, and I know that ten between mm. them is great, and they were they were best on ground and second best on ground. So we're not we're not disputing that they weren't influential. But gee, I, I thought one of them might have had a ten in them. Just just back to your original thing about the, the midfield. Are you laughing <up> at <that? laughs>
0: Who was the last 10. one? Was it Jack?
1: Jack Revolt against the well, Charlie's kicked six two. Yeah, so it's not far yeah. off it. Well, nope. Josh Bruce kicked 10 against them in the Good Friday match a couple uh, of years back. He did? He, did. he did. Speaking we, we of when you, mentioned, when you mentioned bad misses, I was
0: thinking Bruce's miss <laughs> against Hawthorne at Launceston once he ran into the open <laughs> goal. Bloody. Eight, eight,
3: eight, years eight years and counting, and by the way. <laughs> eight years and counting, Ben Mackay hasn't played against Aaron Mackay. It's just an amazing thing. I've just <laughs> got to document that for the last time.
1: Um, when's Sam Walsh back? Is that going to be Thursday night?
3: No, they're coming, yeah, this weekend are coming, so just listening to King earlier, so Kennedy back, Walsh back, Akers all confirmed starters by Michael Voss last night so the Cavalry arrived, Mitch McGovern hammy tightness, we saw him withdrawn and a Corky as well, so the Blues really bullish on him being available next week saying he certainly hasn't strained anything, hasn't tweaked anything, it was just a little bit of awareness if you like, so that's why he was withdrawn uh, Nick Larky got a whack on the hip early in the game that unfortunately hobbled him, so he was playing under duress, but he's said to be in, no doubt for next week either and I know we've got to get to Ben Cunnington because he certainly didn't hold back the coach when he was asked about him. So
1: Clarkson subbed Cunnington out and he well knew that this was a subject of major conversation.
2: The the, the rationale behind it like Cun- Cunners has been a great player for our footy club and uh, hopefully will continue to be but um, he's a he's a clearance beast and we need him to be getting clearances for our, for our side and he'd had He'd had none to halfway through the third quarter, so he'd be disappointed in that. But we just needed to try something, try something different, you know. So um, Hughie Green we came on, and you know he was able to give us a little spark in that that area. And and Cunners just didn't have a didn't have a great day. So um, you know we we just can't um, keep likes on the on the field if they're not playing their role to the capability. Then um, we need to make a change, and that's the way. It, but um, he took it in the right manner, like you'd expect him to, and. Um, Yeah, hopefully he'll be be better for it next
1: week. There's sort of the narrow, and then there's the broad. There's Cunnington, and where he is right now, there's the setting of standards. And then he belongs to a group in the competition right now, which Mm. includes Heppel. It includes Cochin and Jack Revolt, which is just really interesting as our veterans work their way into the early part of the season. You reckon Cunnington's in that discussion already? Yeah, on on what happened yesterday. Just on one... One game. Not not finishing, but just how he's performing at the start of a season. There is a belief on Ben Cunnington,
0: and he's still my favourite player. I just I love him the way he goes about it. Once the ball exits the stoppage, he's almost always the last to leave that, that area. He's not quick on his feet. He doesn't, and he's almost always arrived. If the ball goes to another stoppage 50 metres away in quick time, he's last to arrive there. So if you can clear the ball from stoppage, you can exploit him. You can make his number a minus one for North Melbourne by getting the reset quicker than Cunnington can get to there. He is unbelievably good at the stoppage. If he has a bad night, it's going to hurt a little bit. The other belief too is, if, you can, if the Ruckman can knock the ball outside of the hit zone, he doesn't turn around all that quick and get to it. Now, these are physical limitations which he has no say on because when the ball drops right in front of him, he is, as it, he's called, a beast and he is... We even saw him do it last. He stiff-armed a couple of Hawthorne players last week in that loss and was just magnificent for some of the time there. So when your age is on the wrong side... He's not going to get better at getting into the next stoppage. He's not going to get better at being the last or second last up from the stoppage area. So that's something you look at and say, how do we deal with that? I've got the belief that Clarkson would view, and having seen him coach Hawthorne, he would think Hugh Greenwood and Ben Cunnington can't be on the ground in the same
2: stoppage at the same time. Now, I think Ben's biggest problem is he's probably playing alongside the most informed midfielder in the comp, in Luke Davies Uniac. And, and he's he's winning everything. He's hogging all the ball. <laughs> well, he's not necessarily every game and every clearance, but he's the hit-two target at the moment. Mm. And he's, he's having a wonderful year. And yesterday was probably Simpkins' turn to stand up. He hadn't been that player um, in the first couple of weeks of the season prior to his suspension. So, yeah, he had a poor game. I think it's... I think there's a deeper there's a deeper view for Clark out here. I think he's come in, he's gone after the ace, king, and queen. Change the captaincy, shake the shake the place a little bit. Okay, who is who are the leaders around here? You blokes vote, and all of a sudden you find out what the players think of that next wave of player, and you find out that they actually really like what Larky does as a leader. So he's in there, and he's in the discussion. You end up with dual captains. And then you leave Todd Goldstein out, who's five games away from three hundred. Everyone's yeah, talked that about that for true. six months, so he doesn't yeah, play yeah. round one. So hang on, whoa, hang on, things are shifting around here. And then you have the courage to say you've been our best player since the since the start of this century. Ben Cunnington's probably been North Melbourne's best player. Yep. We're not afraid to take you out of the game if you're not doing what we need you to do. You're out. So all the players look at this and go, is he is he sub is he sub Ben Cunnington? Is he where is is he injured? What have you done? Have you done a hammy? If you don't calf, they would have, players would have asked him as they come off. You are mm. right, mm. and they would have been shocked that he was subbed out of the game. So, I, I think it's great in terms of no one's safe. We're all on the same level. You perform your role, you get a game. I don't think for a minute that some of those guys. You, yeah, you know, Cunnington's a better player than Greenwood, but but this it's not about today. This this shows that this shows that Harry Sheezel. Hey mate, if you get the opportunity to go in the middle in the last quarter and you have fifteen touches. Well, we're going to visit you again a little bit earlier next week. So, philosophically, though,
0: should it have been about today, last night?
2: No. No. You For don't long...
0: think they were a chance to win?
2: No, they were 46 points down at the yeah. Before minute. Before they got the on the run, though, were they, were they matching it? Uh, Half time they were. Yeah. yeah. Uh, only at clearance, but he wasn't a part of the clearance game. Mm. So, where they were strong, it wasn't because of him. And the reasons they were poor were because of him. You, you say, so, OK, I'll take the other side of it I can hear what you're saying it makes perfect sense
0: could not a coach go up to Ben Cunnington who has never been poked in the chest before poke him in
2: the chest and say win me five clearances in this last quarter yeah probably 100% and that's probably happened in the past or do you get a bigger gain by saying nothing and just take him from the field if he wants to come and challenge Clark and say hey why did you do that say "Mate, you haven't won a clearance yet so you you can get a bigger gain I think that Clark understands this Better than anyone. And it'll serve the club well going forward. Wasn't he stiff on that hole in the ball? (laughs) That that was just extraordinary. Uh, He he got a kick. Uh, I think it was Paul Curtis Mm. chipped a little past him. It it bounced him. It bounced him, yeah. And he he fumbled. Yeah. And then he found it hard to recover and he he went to ground. And I thought, you know what? That'll be your day. (laughs) (laughs) When the coach hooked him, I thought he's in real trouble after that.
0: (laughs) it's it's This... This now that we've gone back to the sub, which doesn't have to be medical, it yep. can be... Uh,
2: Hasn't that been great,
0: by the way? It feels like you're too young, even at your age, David. I'm old enough to remember 19th and 20th man days when you took the bloke off. That was it. Oh, that was it. 19th and 20th man came on. There was no such
2: thing. I think Dennis had that for a while. This <laughs> <laughs> wasn't official. So you reckon he was he was 19th man. <laughs> he put a line through. Do, do
1: you think the reason we hated the sub the first time around was simply because of the fluoro vest? Yeah. No, and because and of the, the you had to it
2: manufacture. Does. Hey, hey, you've done a hammy, or you're a bit tough. No, no, the first time it was yeah.
1: tactical, you could use it Isn't however you it? liked. It's just yeah. we humiliated blokes by oh, putting the them in a fleur vest. Yeah, yeah, that
3: yeah was in the vest yeah. and all sorts of yeah. things. I think
2: yeah. it reached its, its absolute lunacy stage when we had guys celebrating milestones going out with the vest on.
3: So was a lot it, of appetite was for. Was it Paul
2: Chapman? Was it? <laughs> was it Paul Chapman that took <laughs> no, all the no. vest out for his uh, milestone game? I
0: think you're right, yeah.
2: <laughs> That's just ridiculous. Geelong
0: do that. They, What it Billy Goggins sat Sam?
3: Newman on the bench for his 300th in the 19th, 20th man days. That's just right. coming back to that that uh, midfield debate at North Moment. So, George Wardlaw, Alistair Clarkson, was asked oh, about yeah. again last night. So, he's the next one. He said when he does play, he's going straight into the kitchen, okay? So, no halfback. So, they want to make sure he's ready. So, just when it comes back to same rules for everyone, got the impression that you wouldn't want to hold your breath with George Wardlaw just that a couple more games maybe in the VFL, but there's a real appetite to get him in, a course. So, so,
2: Ben Cunnington wakes up this morning right, and thinks, okay, well, Sheasel's going in the middle, play well. The LDU's going nowhere for a decade. Yeah. It, you've got Simkin, Will what Phillips he's doing. is out there. Will Phillips, Powell, and then they're going to bring this kid in. So this is where the pressure. Be- I, I I really love this. I, I think you'll get the best out of Ben Cunnington in the next couple of weeks because he can't play he's in got any, to any hang other on his spot. He can't play in any other role. He can play full forward.
0: <laughs> yeah, he can he actually. <laughs> what are you laughing at there? He can actually <laughs> what play. You he, he, you're <laughs> right. He can shove and push as a. As a forward, an undersized key yeah. forward against
1: a specific matchup. All right, Adam chair is going to join us in a moment's time. Then we'll turn our attention to Thursday was he at night. Me, he? What yeah. did we learn? Yeah, He was <laughs> the yeah. Friday night wrap for Jeez. the Stack Team App. I was just supporting this joke before I realised it was real. <laughs> Stay ahead of the game with your own team management app. <laughs> Download Stack Team App now.